Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you'd like to join in on our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You would dial 702-650-5588. Again, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you to join in. 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKBV's website. Hello and God bless. I just waved to you. It's www.kkvv.com. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. Our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. Again, www.savethelostlv.org. We have archived every broadcast with the exception of last week's broadcast. We're having a little technical difficulty, so I've reached out to my webmaster, and that should be resolved. So if you check back after the first of the year, you'll be able to listen to our four-part series, the fourth part, which was Faith, part four, and then, of course, today's broadcast. We have a lot of resources up there, so come back and visit and tell someone else about it. We're also being archived for free at uh, iTunes, so if you have an Apple device, you can listen to our broadcast uh, for free. The Gospel, again, is free on our watch on the website, too, because we do not charge for you to listen to any of our rebroadcasts. Now, if you have a cell phone, most of us do. KKVV is kind enough to provide a cell phone number that works in the United States where you can dial in and listen to the radio programs anytime you like. You can even listen to Save the Lost at all costs via cell phone. And I'm going to give you that number twice. It's 605 313-0630. Again, 605-313-0630. You can listen to KKVV 1060 AM and 100.1 FM via cell phone. I strongly encourage you to save that number as one of your cell phone contacts. It'll probably be one of the best contacts that you have, and you can share that cell number with others so they can listen to KKVV as well. So... Our topic for today, and we're going to close out 2019 with sectarianism. We are going to be talking about sectarianism. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And um, if you're listening to my voice or you're able to listen, uh, the Lord has blessed you mightily. You are among the land of the living. To God be the glory. 
all the honor and all the praise because had it not been for him, uh, we wouldn't be able to inhale and exhale. We wouldn't be able to uh, hear what the Lord is saying in a season called now. I'm very grateful for all that he's done, all that he ever did. And if he doesn't do anything else, he's done enough. So to God be the glory. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for KKVV being steadfast and providing an opportunity for people such as myself to share with you the word of God. I'm grateful for all the uh, radio hosts who have been obedient, who have shown great resolve to build the kingdom of God. They have been at their post, and I'm grateful. Uh, it's exhilarating to know that there are people who care so much to donate their time, their resources, their finances. And just to be totally focused on what God has called them to do. Uh, I'd like to thank our engineer, Warren. You've been a blessing. God bless you. Every time I come in, he has just a wonderful disposition. He's very helpful, grateful, attentive, and he does his job in excellence. And more so than that, he does it with the spirit of Christ. I'm also grateful for our general manager, Ed, and his lovely companion, his wonderful dog. That is just so dutiful. Uh, Ed, thank you for continuing to be a great servant of God. And i got to give a special shout-out to Brother Steve. Brother Steve is always um, so kind and very thoughtful, always asks me about my family, especially my mother. Uh, he's a great man of God. He's a great servant of God, and I wish him continued success in 2020 as I wish the same for our listeners and um, the radio station and the owner. Uh, he doesn't have to do this. You know, he could sell the station. He could do a lot of things, but uh, he's answered the call, and I appreciate that. Uh, we first met in 2005. I've been doing radio ministry here in our community since then, and it's just a blessing to know that uh, People are just satisfied with their assignment. It is enough. It's more than enough. And I also like to give a shout out to my pastor, Joseph E. Terry Jr., his lovely wife, Lady Desiree, and their wonderful family for always keeping me sharp, praying for me, keeping me covered. I'm grateful. And people that I spend uh, a lot of time with and have been blessed to be brought into the world under my mom. God bless you, Mommy. You know I love you. I thank you for always encouraging me, always being there, always being a faithful listener. And to my son, you make it easy to be a mom. And I love you, son. And my grandson, uh, you make it easy to be a granny. So thank you, too. And uh, Tony's house, you're a big part of my life. And I wish uh, a lot of uh, recovery for Desert Hope. Addiction Treatment Center. I've completed my assignment there, but I loved it very much. And all the people that were assigned there saw some great miracle signs and wonders performed there. So uh, we are going to continue to be out in the mission field and, and do what we do best. And that is stay at my post and declare and decree the word of God. Amen. Sister Nina loves you. So let's get to it. So again, we're going to be talking about sectarianism. So first of all, we need to define what it is. Now, according to GodQuestions.org, uh, this is what they say it is. To be sectarian 
is to possess a limited range of interest, purpose, or scope, or to be devoted to a particularly narrow tradition or belief system. The word sectarianism comes from the root word sect, which is S-E-C-T, from which also comes the word section. Often, religious or political groups split into smaller sections called sects. Ideological conflicts can arise among these smaller groups. Sometimes those who carefully adhere to one particular sect feel hatred or bigotry towards those of other sects, no matter how closely related their ideologies are. So that was the definition that was given about what sectarianism, and I got that from www.gotquestions.org. It's a great website to help us learn and understand the Word of God. So I'm grateful for them as well. So, you can tell once you start really thinking about the definition about sections and sex and that a lot of times they will arise within our own families. You can see divisions happening with your own blood relatives. You can see divisions uh, arising in generations. Uh, You can see divisions arising in genders, you know, male and female. Uh, So let's think about that for a minute. If we cannot come together in our own homes... What do you think that we are doing when we go out in our communities and neighborhoods, houses of worship, workplaces? You have to think about that. And who does it benefit? Division, chaos, hatred, bigotry. Eliminating or including people. It falls along a lot of lines. Not just religious lines. Not just political lines. So let's think about that. Well, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was very aware of it. And he taught about it. And we will be looking at some examples in the Bible today about it. And if you really want to know how you should conduct yourself, there's only one person that you really, really need to seek out. And that would be our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is an excellent example on how to live life. Because our life was created to be eternal. So if you have the desire to live this life and the next as it was always planned for you to do, then I really, really strongly encourage you to really look and see how Christ lived his life 
And it's not a secret. He has shown us who he is and the purpose of his life in the word of God. So let's get to it. We are going to go to the book of Jude first. So let's see where we're going to go here. I think we're going to look at uh, let's see what I want to see. Let's look at Jude and we're going to look at verse 4. Okay? So we're going to look at verse 4. And the word of God says this. For certain men have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. When you're getting into sectarianism, it's always about self. They would want you to believe that it's about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, or it's about Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, or perhaps the Holy Spirit. But truly, when you get down to it, it's about self. It's about people wanting to have their way. And if there's any other possible way that's different, then they're not in agreement with that. And as believers... There's only one that's ahead of our life. It's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if you're not following him, who are you following? Don't let men and women distract you. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is not about a denomination. See, when you put D in front of it, that would decrease it. He's already nominated. He is our Lord and Savior. There's there's no one else. There's nothing else. It's about him. That's why we believe. That's who we profess our faith in. So, why do we need to be divided? If we are adhering to the word of God. So then you have the part where the man comes in, or the woman, mankind, if you will, and they have to have their way. But their way should not usurp our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's authority. See, the creation can never have more authority than the creator. It doesn't work that way. So we have to be open for the Holy Spirit to work in us. We have to be in agreement that children think a certain way and that we have to get past being childish and selfish and violent towards one another. How does that honor God? When you want to hurt people. 
when you do hurt people, when you plan and you plot against people's total destruction, we must be honest. And there are times when we weren't following Christ, when we didn't even know Him, if we're really going to be honest. There are times in our lives when we were against the kingdom of God. We hadn't made a commitment. We hadn't given our lives yet to the service of Christ. Do you not know that our Lord and Savior is working on people as we are listening? He is not obligated to tell you what he's doing with everyone. Almighty God is sovereign. It's his plan. It's his purpose. So there are people that he is using right now to draw closer to him. That's not your business or concern. We need to be obedient. And obedient is being trusting the Lord at all times, not some of the time. You can't lead people to Christ with a hammer. You can't lead them to Christ with a sword. You can't lead them to Christ with a gun. See, even when our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was being crucified, he had compassion, even for those who did not believe, even for those who had his blood on their hand. He told his Father, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He didn't die for some, he died for us all. So in the bigger scheme of things, let's not lose sight that if he waited on us in our mess, then we should be confident that he knows whose his are. And we don't decide who belongs to Christ. He decides that and he alone. Because you're going to have to give an account for everything you do or don't do. Be very careful, men and women of God, what you say you're doing in his name. Because he does not take kindly to those who are not sincere. And deal in lies and hypocrisy and causing his to stumble. We should all not stand in the path that leads to him. That is not what we are called to do.
So let's be mindful of that. And there are some who are among us who are not with us. And they don't believe and they do not follow. They're very good at being false pretenders. Be mindful. They try to fool people, but they will not be able to fool our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So let's go to the book of Mark. And we're going to look at chapter 9. So Mark. Okay. We have a caller as I'm going to Mark chapter 9. So let's bring him on the line. Hello, good afternoon. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs and God bless you. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank you for my end of the year spanking. (laughs) Well, well, praise God, Minister Susan. And how are you, woman of God? The Holy Ghost is rebuking me. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 I just want to thank the Lord for bringing me to the narrow path. Hallelujah. At one time, I wouldn't be able to handle this kind of rebuke. But I'm reminded that the Lord, the ones that he chastised, he loves us. So I'm feeling all the love today. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, it's wonderful that uh, you share your testimony with us. Because when we know that we are being cleansed by the Lord, being rebuked by the Lord, then the rebuke means to be corrected in love. So I receive it. And if we're on this side of heaven, we have a great opportunity because when our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ comes back, there won't be another opportunity. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was sitting up here and I was like, Lord, I, come on now. I need you to love on the sister. And I turned you on. He said, well, here you go. <laughs> So I just want to thank the Lord, hallelujah, for bringing me back and reminding me. Because it's somewhere in this Bible where it says that the Holy Spirit will uh, uh, correct us of sin, righteousness, sanctification, and and He will bring us uh, in alignment with what the Lord has said. And I've been declaring for the last three days whom the Son has set free is free indeed. And this word is bringing freedom to me because he is reminding me, okay, Susan, wait a minute, bring it down a notch. Because you know pride is always on your heels because you think you know something. But I'm going to remind you that you don't know nothing. (laughs) So hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Well, Well, the thing is, it's just to be open to watch the Holy Spirit work because our prayers uh, are being heard. And the thing is, is that they're being heard by who? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He advocates for us and he takes our prayers to the Father. So we serve an intentional God and his word will not come back void. So what he's doing, it has great 
eternal consequences. And the thing is, is that Jesus died in hopes that everyone could be saved. So we have a great opportunity here to be in the soul saving business and to really encourage people. And a lot of people have not uh, studied the word of God. They have not found the value. Well, guess what? How we live our lives has value. And it is probably the first indication to people and encouraging them to live the lifestyle and to join us. So what we do is very important in the kingdom and how we demonstrate that. So it's important. And if people cannot connect with us, because we're acting as sex, we are in sections, we have factions, there is fighting in and out and all around. People be like, you know, I want peace. <laughs> I don't want that. So uh, it's great. I'm grateful to you, woman of God, because I know that you're out in the mission field and uh, you're not afraid to mix it up with uh, people who have inquiring minds. To God be the glory. And uh, you seem to get a lot of inquiring minds. I think that's probably one of your assignments to deal with the inquiring minds. I had the, but I had the, you know what? I left out the house the other day and, um, I said, God, you're going to have to help me because I'm always fighting. I'm always fighting with people. I got I to gotta bring it in some. I got to learn how to, you know, walk in peace. So I had to get my peace scriptures out. And I had to say to David, Jesus, I declare peace over my life. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, so you know, it, it's, it's that peace that surpasses all understanding. It's, it's actually divine in nature. It's really, really a, a, a blessing. You know what I mean? And it's something that we can experience in, in a season yeah. called now. It, it It is real. It exists. We can have that despite what's going on in the world. No matter how the world is shaking and shifting and things are happening, this peace is attainable. It is available right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there, but you know what? I learned, um, when you talk about uh, sectarianism and about the factions and the divisions, well, the scripture tells us, you know, uh, warfare is not carnal but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds and that we're not fighting against flesh and blood but against the principalities and the powers and the rulers of darkness and heavenly places. And so uh, for me, this is bringing a correction to me because God is saying, Susan, that individual that you are uh, uh, striving with, that that person is not your enemy. You're, you're dealing with that thing that is uh, negativity influencing them. And what you have to learn how to do is like I did, uh, Satan, it is written. <laughs> Amen. And that's how you deal with the situation. We have to, you know, uh, the Bible says that, you know, some some plant, some water, but God will give the increase. And like you said earlier, it is not a season's responsibility to to say whether or not if this person is saved, if that person is saved, you know, it is God who will bring the increase in an individual's life. Amen. And I had to I had to remember, okay, God, uh, they don't know what they're doing, so I forgive them, like Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 
Hallelujah. Well, the thing is, is that the battle is going to increase. It's going to get hotter. And um, we are really fighting for the very soul of people. So God has to show us that if this is what you really want, then this is what it's going to be. And it will be to the death. It will be to the death. And um, now is not the time. To straddle the fence. Now is not the time to get distracted. Now is not the time to get caught up. Because that is uh, taking you to a place of spiritual weakness. We don't need to be spiritually weak at this particular time. We need to be flat footed. We need to be steadfast. We need to understand that patience requires adversity. There cannot we achieve patience without adversity. And the thing is, is that, you know, the adversity is great because it brings about patience. And the thing is, if you get through this, then you lack nothing. And uh, I need all my tools to be able to be the instrument that God has called me to be. So if that means that I got to go through it, then I'm going to go through it. And I will lack nothing. And I'm already victorious because (laughs) Almighty God never sends me to a fight that he hasn't already won. Glory, hallelujah. There are no losses with God. There are lessons and victory. Amen? So if you got the lesson and you're alive, then guess what? It just burnt off of you what needed to be burnt off of you anyway. I don't need anything that's in me that is going to keep me separated from God. I don't want that. So if that means that I got to go in there and I got to get, you know, a couple of spiritual spankings and go through some spiritual battles, then guess what? I'm here for it. That's what, uh, I, that's what I signed up for. Well, you know, the scripture does say that uh, God, he, he, uh, he prunes. Oh, definitely. He prunes us that we may bear more fruit. Amen. You know, if we're not bearing fruit, the scripture says, you know, he cuts the tree down. But if you are bearing some fruit, then he, he prunes us so that we may bear even more fruit. And you know what? I, I actually asked for the, for the, uh, pruning process. And because I was like, God, I'm, I need you to get this toxicity out of me. Amen. And, uh, <laughs> Because you never know what's going on in your heart. You know, the Bible says that the heart is deceitful, is wicked. Well, no man know it. And so in order for us to know whether or not if we are truly honoring God from the heart and not just from the lip, we have to... We have to just ask the Holy Spirit, look, Holy Spirit, you know, I think I'm serving you, but, you know, the Bible says I'm confessing you with my mouth, but my heart is far from you. Uh, deal with my heart concerning my relationship with you. And so, hallelujah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, in, in addition to that, we, we also have asked for deliverance, and we also have asked for healing. So the thing is, is that sometimes we don't know that we've been delivered or healed until that situation is upon us. Amen. And so you you lose the desire for things, you know what I mean? And you didn't even know. And sometimes we are receiving deliverance and healing for things that we didn't even ask for that we know that we need to be delivered from. You know, or shall I say God knows because we didn't even ask for that. We didn't even realize that that was a problem. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the thing is, you know, when we are his representative, when we're on his assignment, then uh, he's going to equip us and he's going to endure us with what we need at that particular time. So uh, just be amazed about how God works and just be in agreement with it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of things that are still a mystery. That's what makes him God. And I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about, uh, you know, reading his scriptures, fellowshipping with people like you, uh, that you trust me to bring things to my attention. It's, it's important, you know, that we have the right, uh, atmosphere and attitude towards one another because sometimes, uh, we're not as loving as we should be to, uh, fellow brothers and sisters. Hmm. We have a tendency to be a little bit short with them. Okay, now, we, we, we got all the love and the patience for somebody else. But when it comes to a fellow brother and sister, oh, not them again. Uh, here we go. Come on now. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, uh, I, Sister Nina, she wants me to listen to the radio ministry. I listened once. I mean, you know, I've been doing it for a minute. And the Holy Spirit may have put something on my heart to invite you to listen to. So, you know, I understand. I just have to be at my post. And uh, I thank God that he's put me in a position to where I can archive uh, the broadcast. And more so than that, I'm on a radio station that rebroadcasts broadcasts during the week. So in case you miss it live, you know, God has worked this thing out. He's going to make sure you're able to hear it again. Isn't that wonderful? It's called having no excuses. <laughs> right, but God already worked that out. He already set that up. It really didn't have anything to do with me. This is, you know, his radio ministry. Uh, I am his servant. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not my servant. I'm his servant. So uh, he, he's going to make sure that it's done. And either I can get with his program or I can get with his program or I can get with his program. But the thing is, I'm going to get with his program. It, willingly, uh, not quite sure, reluctantly, it doesn't matter. It's going to get with his program. That's what we have to understand. Uh, God is in the details, and he is the Alpha and Omega. It begins with him, and it ends with him. And that's it. And we don't have anything to say about that. I heard that. But, you know, if I had a chandelier hanging, well, I do actually have one, but it's not a big one. I'm about to start swinging on it. <laughs> well, make sure you count the cost and that it can, it can, it can handle the assignment. Amen. Come on down. Because in everything we do, we should, we should count the cost. Because like I said, uh, when you do this thing called, uh, service in the Lord, when you do this thing about being faithful to the Lord, when you do this thing called being a disciple of the Lord, it's going to cost you everything. Not something. Mm. Everything. So uh, don't be uh, dismayed when there's a falling away uh, of people. Uh, don't be dismayed when there's a falling away of a uh, childlike mindset. Because that's not going to take you where you need to go. See, there's a thing about being consecrated. That's when we decide. And then there's a thing that's called progressive sanctification where God takes you and elevates you where you need to go for his purpose. Amen. Lord have mercy on my living soul. In the book of First Corinthians chapter 13, it says, uh, love is patient. And, uh, Cause I said, okay, Lord, I had this little fellowship thing the other day, 
and they was all older than me, and they had all been in church way longer than me, and they go to every Bible study that the church has, so I think we get ready to have ourselves a good time, and we get ready to show up, break some bread. But, you know, I had to learn, Susan, just be quiet and listen. Listen and be quiet because love is patient. So I had to be patient with some sisters who are of a different set. I looked up your favorite website, got questions, and it says, what is sectarianism? Amen. <laughs> I said, let me, let me get some, let me find out what this word means real fast so I can have a decent conversation with the sister when I go on this radio. Amen. And they, they were of a different sex. Amen. We were of two different sects. Mm-hmm. And I had to be patient to understand where they were coming from in their reasoning of the scriptures. So hallelujah, I'm grateful Amen. because this this uh, this uh, message for today is uh, an answer prayer for me because I'm always whining and crying to the Holy Spirit about something. God, did I do it right? Did I not do it right? Did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Were you pleased? Did you get any glory? Because I think I botched it up. It's wonderful that you're in communion. Well, let, let me say this to you. It comes out of First Timothy. And we're going to look at chapter 4, and I'm going to give you a few verses to encourage you. And then we're going to go and still get over to Mark chapter 9. But I'm in First Timothy chapter 4, and as you were speaking, I'm going to start at verse 12, and I think I'm going to go down to verse 16. The Word of God says this, and I'm in the New King James Version, 12. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. 13. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. 14. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying of the hands of the eldership. 15. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. 16. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. How about that, woman of God? Let me say that again. 16. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Now, that that is powerful. Yes, yes it is. And I'm writing it down. And that and was uh, the Apostle Paul speaking to the young Timothy. Amen? Yeah. Because it was time, soon time, for Paul to decrease and for Timothy to step up. And uh, Timothy stepped up. Yes, he did. So, um... Sometimes uh, you will have difference in age. But like I said, let that not be a distraction. Make sure that, like I told you earlier when we talked, 
you have accountability to your father who was in heaven. He's the one that assigned you. He set up that fellowship meeting. You just got the memo recently, but that had been set up before the foundations of earth had been set. That's what a lot of people don't understand. It's not coincidental. This is not wow, some strange circumstances. It's already done. <laughs> so, it's already so it's done. The Amen. It's the Holy Ghost fault. <laughs> no, I'm not in agreement with that. Well, he just because he set me up. <laughs> well, like I said, in a good way. I, I received that. You know, I received that. Uh, but what I'm saying to you is that we need to walk in authority. We need to walk with the confidence that this has already been done and that we are going in there, whoever it is. You know, if we're the tip of the spear, we're the tip of the spear. But we need to be gladly excited and have the confidence that our Father set this up. And He knows that the victory has been gotten. We will win the ones that we're supposed to win. And there are those who, you know what? He knows whose are His and whose aren't. That we are His and we need to do the work. So I'm excited about the assignments that you get. So we're going to go over to uh, the book of Mark, and I believe we're going to start about verse 38, and I'll probably read to verse 41. So I'm in the book of Mark, I'm in chapter 9, and I'm going to start about verse 38, and I'm going to go down to verse 41. And if you're just joining us today, we're talking about sectarianism. So the word of God says this. Again, I'm in the New King James Version. Verse 38. Now John answered him saying, Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name. And we forbade him because he does not follow us. 39. But Jesus said, Do not forbid him. For no one who works a miracle in my name can soon Afterward, speak evil of me. Verse 40. For he who is not against us is on our side. Verse 41. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Wow. (laughs) You got to catch it in your spirit. Uh, John comes to Jesus and he is, you know, complaining and he about this person that he came upon. And remember, he's loving on Jesus teacher, you know, and he was the great rabbi. He was the good rabbi. Everybody knew that. And he says he saw someone who doesn't follow us. And can you imagine, uh, if you will, doesn't go to our house of worship (laughs) and he said he saw him casting out demons in your name and he said we came up to him and we forbade him so he wasn't by himself he said we you know know, we is more than one so I'm sure he has some of the disciples with him and uh, and said you know you can't do that you can't cast out demons in Jesus' name because you don't follow us how uh sad is that but we have that going on right now today 
Oh, you, know, you, 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 you can't you can't do this. You know, you can't do that. You're not with the right uh, local denomination. You're not this. You're not that. Are, are you kidding me right now? The Lord Jesus Christ died for everybody. I mean, I don't see anybody that was on the cross for me, but the Lord Jesus Christ. I wasn't even on the cross for myself. <laughs> and so does he not know who his are? Do we not know that he is working in ways that he does not have to confer with us? Hallelujah. That that happened at the little fellowship on Friday. Uh, one of the ladies said to me, she said, um, well, who was your teacher? Because, you know, all of them, all eight of them, uh, they were older than me, and they uh, they all had the same pastor. And the woman said, well, well, who who do you follow and who is your teacher? And you know the Bible says, do not forsake yourself of the assembly of the saints. <laughs> and uh, it just was so funny because they felt as though that because I wasn't sitting under the same um, tutelage as they were, that uh, who did I think I was to come in here talking about the scripture. So this is amazing. Right. And, and the thing is, if you were to sit them down individually, they may be recently uh, sitting under this pastor. What were they were doing before this pastor was at that church, even if they were at that church? I mean, in my six decades of life, soon to be uh, I've had many pastors I've had many teachers uh, as far as you know in a human body but there's only one that I've dedicated my life to amen and that's the Lord and yeah. Savior Jesus Christ so you will have you know many people that uh, may come into your life for a season amen uh, but my whole thing is that Jesus you know told them straight up that that's not what they should be doing because he says you know if you're doing something in my name he said you're not going to be able to soon speak evil of me afterward because you're professing the power amen in jesus name have all power not some power are you are you understanding what i'm saying he's casting out demons amen so you can't cast out a demon uh, without the power of God. So we have to understand Jesus' name, what it can do for us in our life, just to speak the name of Jesus. There's no name like it. There's none. So um, I can't be everywhere at the same time. Only God can do that. And I have to be accountable for how I conduct myself. And uh, we have to really, really get this lesson that Jesus is teaching right now. And also, he says that he wasn't against us. He was on our side because he's professing who Jesus is and what he can do. Amen? Because there were mm-hmm. a lot of doubters at that particular time. I mean, even amongst Jesus' own, uh, there were those who uh, called him blasphemous. You know, because nobody can talk like you say, say and, but they could not deny what it is that he was doing. And they said, there's no mere man that can do that. But, you know, we didn't like the way he was speaking because he spoke with authority. Amen. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking to the leadership. 
if we notice in Jesus' Jesus's ministry, the time that he walked uh, the earth, he healed the people. But who did he have the rebuke for? He had the rebuke for the leadership. Because they claim to know the word of God. He said, how can you know the word of God and not recognize me? Amen? Hallelujah. And the Apostle so, John says when we look in First uh, John, I mean, uh, John, excuse me, the Gospel of John. Uh, let's go over there right now and uh, because I want to make sure that I'm getting it right. Uh, we're going to see what he says about who the Lord is. So when we go over to John chapter 1 and we look at verse uh, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God too. He was in the beginning with God. 3. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. (laughs) He's talking about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen? So, you know, Jesus had a strong rebuke for the leadership. Because they did not recognize his authority and they questioned his divinity. So for Jesus to hear that there was a man that was casting out demons in his name, that pleased our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he knew that that person understood who he was. Did not question his authority, did not question his divinity, and knew that Jesus' name had all power, not some power. And that Jesus said, I do nothing without my Father. I'm sent by my Father. I do my Father's will. Amen? Hallelujah. So, I mean, how powerful was that for Jesus to get that report? And he needed his disciples to get it right because uh, soon he would be leaving them. Amen? Hallelujah. And then furthermore, you know, he solidifies it in verse 41. He says, for whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, assuredly, I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. That person had a place in the kingdom with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in this life and the next. He said he would not lose his reward. The reward we're talking about is salvation. We're talking about eternal life. Amen? So, So what we do to bring honor and glory to Jesus's manifestation of being the Lord and Savior of the whole world, not some of the world, will bring a reward. Amen? So it's exciting when you're doing the work of the kingdom because, like I said, he knows who are his and who's not. That's not our, our job, woman of God. That's not our job, listeners. He knows who is authentic and who's not. Hallelujah. I hope we come back to this um subject again because it's a lot of scriptures that um, that I see that I would want to touch on um, in reference to what the Lord is talking to us about um, sectarianism as it comes down to, you know, discord and sure. uh, falsehood and things of that nature. Well, it's, it's, it's easy, sis. It's easy to be open up those doors when you operate from that platform. All that other stuff, it lets it in. You know, God's job is not to put the devil out if we keep letting him in. Amen? Hallelujah. So, you know, we have to be accountable for what we do. And the thing is, is that we have to start in our own homes. Uh, because 
I don't want to live my life and not know that I have not provided an opportunity for my son to know the Lord. And I'm grateful uh, and blessed to know that my son does know the Lord and he's given his, you know, his life to Christ. Uh, as a parent, that's my responsibility. And um, I've lived my life for something to know that I'll see my son again in this life and the next. You know, the same with my mother. That was her responsibility to make sure that her children knew the Lord. And uh, I'm confident that uh, I know the Lord because my mother made sure that I knew the Lord and her mother made sure that she knew the Lord and the fathers were there. Don't misunderstand. But there's a special thing because women who know the Lord, they have a duty. They have a command by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as well as our Holy Father in heaven that they have to teach the younger women how to love and care for the children and their husbands. We have a mandate on our lives as women. And you and I are elders now. So we have a great responsibility to the younger woman to make sure that she is aware of that. So it was my mother's duty what as a commanded in the word to make sure that I was equipped and ready. So, so I'm excited about that. And, you know, she hasn't stopped that job. She still is guiding me and instructing me. And she's 84 years young. And uh, I'm 59 years young. So uh, I received the instruction. And I'm grateful because uh, she's a great disciple of, the, of Christ. And, sis, you know, you're a part of our family and we love you. And I'm so um, blessed that you would call in. And uh, we are closing out 2019 strong and heading in to 2020 uh, just uh, full bore uh, with the love of Christ. Amen. And I know that we're going to win some souls for the kingdom. So I'm going to sign off. And uh, I I love you. And thank God to Baltimore County today. It brings a saint uh, to us in uh, Las Vegas. We're, We're grateful. And uh, you, you make sure you give the deacon our love, and uh, uh, I'll see you on the other side. You know, happy so, New Year. That's right. So we love you, and God bless you, and happy and blessed 2020 from Save the Lost at All Costs. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas' very own Christian Talk Radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelostlv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at 
website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is... 335852 North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, And don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.